Disaster Response. I'm your host, Scott Shimmer, the director and founder of Helping His Hands. We are just really glad that you've tuned in today. We hope that wherever you're at and whatever's going on, that you're having a wonderful day. And it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. Hey, we've got a special guest with us uh, today in this episode. And uh, it's my friend, Doug. And he's going to tell you here in a minute who he is and what he does. But I can tell you right now that he is with a group uh, with us working in Kentucky. And it has been a wonderful week. A lot of blessings, a lot of fun, a lot of craziness uh, going on and things like that. So, Doug, welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. Tell us tell us who you are and where you're from and what you do. That's right. My name is Doug Elliott. Uh, I work for Christian Student Fellowship at uh, the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, CSF uh, is a CSF Nebraska, so it's csfunleashed.com. And we have campuses in the uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, Omaha, Kearney. Uh, we have Wayne State, Northeastern, South Dakota State. And then on three of those co- co- campuses, we also have international ministries where we work with international students. And uh, yeah, so we get to do church, take a, the, uh, the church to the students at the universities. And we have services there, run Bible studies hang out at pizza shops and <laughs> yeah. and coffee shops. And uh, yeah, I basically get paid to hang out and teach people about Jesus. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. And this week you've also been the bus driver. I have been the bus driver. <laughs> we got a bus a few years ago and then COVID. And then we found out it was in really bad shape. <laughs> and uh, we spent a lot of money last week to get it going. And we were able to get it here because I'm the only one that has their CDL. And it's been awesome. Well, so. we are very glad it worked out for you to be yes, here. Sir. We've had a lot of fun. It's been a crazy week. We've yes. been working hard. The weather's not been bad at all, and and uh, and here we are. We're almost the week's almost done. The week is almost done. It's been a really good week. Um, you know, it's always it's always hard when you're working hard, and you know, at the end of the week, someone's gonna get tired. Someone's gonna get emotional. When we get emotional, we lose 50 points of IQ, right, yeah. at a minimum. Yep. And we've just had a really great week. Uh, on top of it, just having a great crew. Yes. Where I'm not seeing anybody fighting, arguing, picking, no. you know, like we've, it's just been a blessing because uh, those are sometimes harder to come by. <laughs> yes, yes. And I haven't, I haven't heard one, one negative comment this uh-uh. week because normally, you know, and I always tell everybody nothing's normal, but normally you'll hear one or two things, you know, just nothing bad. It's just no. because people are tired. They're, yep. they're out of their element. Things are yep. different for this week. Uh, or or a week like this uh, right. because they're not normally doing the things that we're doing and and so yes and of course sleeping's not you know they're not sleeping in their own bed right. and things like that and so and so yeah so what what a wonderful week we're just we've just we're just tickled that you guys have been here this week hoping that no pressure but hoping that you'll we'll see you again and right. that kind of stuff I will tell you uh, those of you who are listening to this um, it has been a lot of fun getting to know Doug this week we've had, we've had some pretty cool moments this weekend. And uh, he is my brother from another mother. That is true. And uh, we, I could, I could tell from uh, just the first few conversations we had, if uh, if we lived in the same town, we probably would be in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For that, sure. That's pretty. Mariah's in pretty, the corner yeah. shaking her head. Yes. Right. Yes. You know. I concur. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's been fun. It has been fun. So. Uh, we uh, we normally will ask those that we interview on our podcast, you yep. know, because. We've, we assume that they're reading the Bible, things like that. Is right. there anything that you've been reading lately that just really sticks, that sticks out, something that right. maybe uh, grabs your attention that maybe you could share with us and, and our listeners? Right. So on Friday mornings at 6.45 a.m., we run a 
it's kind of like it's not quite student leadership, but it's called Equip Lab. Oh, okay. so I call it a lab as like a like a science lab where we try and do a little head and heart. Um, and the whole idea was if if we really believe that God's called us all to serve, which is one of the purposes that we created yeah. for, that hey, let's really give an opportunity. And it was really cool because we when we first started it, yeah. you know, we had a, a kid come in who we probably wouldn't have invited. Like, but she started coming and she was new in her faith. And like, she said the F word, like five weeks in a row. It was awesome. You know, because it was like, Hey, this is why she's here. Cause she's wanting to grow. Yeah. And so the whole idea was like, Hey, just push them to grow. So we, we hit how, how to grow on your own, um, how to read the Bible on your own, how to study the Bible on your own, and then how to do that with other people, how to lead Bible studies, how to share faith, how to know your story, to use your yeah. story, to share your story. So these are the things that we're running and so the thing that kind of struck me recently that's been working really well uh, this week is just how much God gives the church that responsibility. Mm. Uh, and I loved how you've, you've talked about that, like, hey, we get to do that, right? And, mm. and so uh, a verse that has really stuck out to me that uh, we just challenge our students with as Philippians chapter 2, mm. uh, therefore, uh, my beloved, as you are always obey, this is, I'm sorry, chapter 2, verse 12. Uh, so now, only in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So this is the key verse that I get really excited about. Verse 13 says, for God who works in you both will and do the work. I'm sorry. Uh, see, that's so funny. For God is at work in you, giving you the strength to desire, mm. to, you know, to do the, the, the what pleases him. Right. So it says, for God is it who's at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And for those things, you know, it's just like, hey, so even when we're tired, even mm. when we don't want to, like, God's the one that's at work yeah. getting us up and, and doing these things. And so, yeah. like, we get to partner with him, yes. right? Like, we yes. get to show up. Uh, and, and then the other verses that we've been really pushing him is through that. It's like, so God is the one that's really wanting to do it. And it's through the church that the mm. manifold wisdom of God may be known. Yeah. And so just challenge them that, like, hey, Christ gave us everything we need. And we encourage our students, like, you all can lead even if you're new in your faith. Like, yeah. you just need to be one step ahead of the person you're leading. You know, and, and yeah. I love, you know, the the best, some of the best testimonies are like that. You mm -hmm. know, hey, you were blind. Like, who did this? Like, man, I don't know. I was once yeah. blind and now I can see. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the woman at the well, the, the, you know, was like, hey, this guy knew everything I did. Yeah. And she ran and told everybody. Yeah. And, and, you know, we see a large part yeah. of the, that village. And so, so the now... It's one thing to do it at home, right? That's where we're encouraging them. But to go and see the practical mm. side, even though we're doing disaster relief, the conversations, yeah. the stepping outside of uh, their their comfort zone. Uh, you know, Jason tonight was like, hey, man, I got to do a lot of things I didn't think I was going to yeah. be able to do physically. He's a leaner, yeah. gaming nerd, computer IT guy. <clears throat> Not the kind you'd go, hey, let's go swing some sledgehammers yeah. and knock some walls down. And he worked his mm -hmm. butt off. Yeah. And, you know, just to see that confidence grow and it's like, okay, now yeah. we can go home and do this same kind of disaster relief. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are breathing to death without Jesus, right? It, and so, um, you know, those are those things that just get me really excited <clears throat> to be pushing students to to grow in their faith. Uh, I said it tonight in front of you. It's like, hey, college, life doesn't start after we graduate college. Yeah, that's right. You're learning something that you're not going to be able to do professionally until after we grow, after we graduate. But the things we're trying to teach you, you can do now. Yeah. And it's sure. the things I want them to do. We want to we want to graduate first round draft picks. Yeah. That if I have a kid moving to your 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 area, I'm calling you to say, hey, 
you know, what yeah. church is in, who's going to get this kid, who's going to get this couple. Yeah. And, and so those are the things that we're trying to do that, that sets us off a little bit differently than some of the other campuses yeah. ministries. And I'm not knocking those other ministries, but we push real hard on that practical discipleship that is that in turn going to have a, yeah. do the evangelism part. Cause I don't think you can have true evangelism without having true discipleship and you can't have true yeah. discipleship discipleship without having true um, evangelism. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah, those are some of those things that we've been doing. And so those That's verses cool. have been, been strong for That's us this cool. last few weeks. I like the whole idea of when you look at, when you look at those verses, you can think about the whole deal of what Paul's laying out here. I love that one, that one snippet you read there in the beginning, you know, it's not just when I'm with you, mm-hmm. but when I'm in my, and when I'm right. in, you know, when I'm absent, that whole idea. And you think about the, one of the things always got me when I was doing full-blown campus ministry right. was, you know, we were equipping these students to be able to, to do, to do life, to do ministry when they may be only by themselves, right. you know, because it's, it's very easy. It's easy to look at things when you're with a group, right. But then when it's just you and that's one of those things. And I think, you know, going back to what you said earlier, the whole idea of, of the witnessing and, uh, and, and, and sharing their faith, Regardless of where they are, they've been a Christian for two or three weeks, two or three months, right. two or three years, whatever. You know, and you know as well as I do, everybody has testimony. Right. You can't dispute that testimony. Right. And and you know, I was always, I've, I've always told students, and even even before that, when when I was doing church ministry, was you know, if somebody asks you a question about the Bible and you don't know it, tell them you don't know. Right. But say, hey, let's find it together. Yeah. Because the thing is. You're going to have those moments. You're going to have those moments where you don't have a clue. But the thing is, just because you don't know the answer to that question, that doesn't dispute your testimony. It doesn't change what Jesus has done for you and through you. Sure. You know, kind of thing. And so I I just, and I've said this for years. I mean, there's always going to be a place in my heart for college age. Sure. Just because if you think about it. So Abraham, I love quotes. I love quotes. And so one of my favorite quotes, Abraham Lincoln said, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation with the philosophy of government in the next. Mm. And if you think about the, the the power of that statement, the whole idea. So if we don't have campus ministries sure. at our colleges, where does that leave them students? Right. Where does that leave where does that leave that next generation? Where does that leave our government? Where does that leave our country? Where does that leave? You know, there's all that stuff, you know, and and um, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're where you're at doing what you're doing because, right. because we need more than ever, I believe. And I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm not going down that path, but I believe we need more, more now than ever before. Our young people need to be not just living for Jesus, but knowing why they're living right. for Jesus and, and to be able to stand for, for that belief in Jesus. Right. right. Well, the problem is with, with that. And I think a lot of high school ministries and student ministries and children's ministries is we teach a lot of head knowledge. And the, the longest journey we'll ever take is that 18 inches between our head and our heart. Yes. And, you know, I, and that's, that's the same distance that a lot of people miss heaven. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? and, and so uh, there's a, so much if we know the answers, but we don't learn to think for ourselves and work it out. Yep. And, you know, so when you have an opportunity to come and serve like this, it, yes. it's, it forces a lot. They yeah. see a lot, you know, yeah. They don't, we didn't bring the Holy Spirit when we got here. Yeah. Right. And the well, Holy Spirit was yeah. already here. Yeah. And so when they switch. Come, yeah. 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 And, and, and it's like, you know, if, the, if we're bringing the Holy Spirit, no one's there. 
right? Because yeah. no one's alive if the Holy Spirit's yeah. not there. Yeah. And so um, having our students being practically challenged to, okay, yes, this is the answer, but how does that change your life? Because that, yeah. that's that different step of like, yeah. well, this yeah. is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Well, what is, how does that change your life? Yeah. What does that meant yeah. to you? Yeah. you know, how are you different today? Who are yeah. you sharing that with? And too often we get the, uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's that whole idea, you know, okay, here's Jesus. We, we, and we want him as, as savior. Sometimes it's, it's a big challenge to take him as Lord. Right. Because <laughs> that changes everything. Sure. But, but the whole idea of how does that relationship that you have with him, how does that translate into your daily living? Right. You know, and I think that's one of the cool things I think about a week like this like I said, you know, Sunday night orientation, you know, it's a, you're, you're out of your norm. Everything's, nothing's going to be normal for you this week because this is not what you do right. on a daily basis. And and I think that's one of the cool things about the whole idea of, you know, when I'd say, you know, if you're, if you're willing to let your guard down, if you're willing to let, let God work, let right. him, let him show you, let, look at, look at the conversations that you're having different. Look at sure. the, at the, at the project you're look at, Look at your friends differently. Look at just everything because you've got this moment where, where you know it's not normal, right? You know, and and I love and and, I, and my mind's going blank for a moment, so I'm not going to say. But I, and, you know, we had that little conversation, but you know, down by the woods, dating and marriage, things like that. And yeah. the one thing that I didn't say to them that I ended up telling, um, I think it was Heidi, I made a comment to this whole idea that I said I always challenged couples that we had in our ministry to go on a mission trip together and work. Right. Because you'll find out really quick. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, you know For what I'm sure. saying? For you sure. Know? And without embarrassing anybody, the one couple on this trip, it right. was fun watching those two yeah. work together. And which yeah. was, which is so great. They're from one of our smaller campuses. It's a junior college campus. Wow. Wow. And, and so, you know, that campus is smaller because you have kids shuffling every two years. Yeah. And so they were the only ones that came and the, the, the leaders there are unbelievable leaders, but they were nervous about coming. And I was like, Oh, you know, this couple, like, you know, are we going to have oh, to watch that? They did. You know, glad they did. They, what a blessing. They, they worked so dang hard. Yes. It was yes. wonderful. What a blessing. I yeah. hope they come back. I just... Yeah. Oh, I think they will. <laughs> I think, they will. I think Mariah plans a few seeds in them yeah. on some internship. Maybe we'll see, you know. So. Right. Well, there's, there's one other thing I want to say that as you were just piggybacking on what you were just saying of like, hey, coming and moving. One of the things I love about missions trips is I always say this. I say this a lot. Our students, it's like the monkey with the symbols. Yeah. Know, it's one of the things you try and say a lot is that we're never like more like Jesus than when we serve. Yes. And, and I love it so much. But after doing ministry, you know, I graduated in 2000. Um, from Manhattan Christian College, but I was doing summer internships mm-hmm. and stuff and, and Bible studies and, and working at a church. You know, it's, so it's been 20, you know, five years or so. What I love about missions trips is you get to see God start mm-hmm. to grease a wheel. Yeah. You start to see these fingerprints on yeah. some lives yeah. of going, that's it. And my boy Austin and why I called him out. Yeah. When we went to Kentucky, uh, Eastern Kentucky mm-hmm. in May, last May, he came home and this kid's a really smart kid was a, a engineer student, but just kind of didn't fall in love with it. And he's been out of school for a while. Oh. He comes and does this trip and he's like, Hey dad, I think maybe God's calling me into this construction stuff. And he's so dang good at it. And yeah. he's so dang smart. And so that's why I was telling today. It's like, yeah. this is, this is, these are these fingerprints that yes. they're going to look back in life. That, so when we take our students on trips, yeah. 
yeah, it's it's for all, everyone's good. The mm -hmm. benefit of the people we're coming to, the benefit for the students, the benefit for us as leaders that get to you know to watch our kids grow. Yeah. But when we see students starting to pull the idea, yeah. and you know, again, twenty five years of ministry of students that are now in full time ministry, yeah. uh, full time missions, yeah, um, full time missions and places that, you know that aren't usually super safe for them to go yeah. to because we as leaders offer them opportunities to come and serve in the purposes mm -hmm. that God's called us to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, those are the things that just get me so excited yeah. um, to see God going. You know, might not know it yet, but we see yeah. it. We get yeah. to see it. Yeah. And it's, that's a whole, it's, it's that whole idea of like the basketball coach on the sideline. He's seeing things the players aren't seeing yeah, the because potential. they're on the court. Mm -hmm. Coach is off watching the more, you know, right. that kind of thing. You know, I always say it seems like it, time becomes our enemy sure. on, on this and things. And so with everything we've been talking about, now, let me switch gears just for a moment, but not really. I'm just going to kind of, as you just said, piggyback on, on what we've just been talking about. It's because of challenging students to, you know, to be living out their faith and things like that. So for those who are listening, mm -hmm. who maybe have um, uh, a hard time trying to find the right words or the right whatever you want to call it, to be able to witness to their neighbor or witness to their coworker or witness to, you know, their family member or whoever it is. Uh, is there a time you can think of in your life that, you know, in the moment mm -hmm. that you were, that, you know, God set things up for you to be Jesus to somebody? Oh, yeah. Um, my natural evangelism style is more to be seen, not heard. Okay. And the aspect, not that I don't, it's not like I, I want to hide the fact I'm a pastor to a neighbor yeah. or someone I'm meeting, yeah. but if they find out, you know what it is, and in, in, in church people, yeah, even, they know you're a preacher, all of a sudden, everything changes. They sit there think, how many times did I swear before I found out? Yeah. And um, yeah. we planted a church um, back in 2007. It was like literally December 2007. We launched in 08. Not a great time to plant a church. And for the first couple of years, things went well. In the last year, I was working, you know, the good old uh phone calling like, Hey, I can get your business on Google, Yahoo and Bing. And, um, and the guy that I was working for was this young 33 year old guy that, um, uh, you know, had made millions and blown it by then. And, um, he knew I was a pastor and he knew I'd had to take off to do a, a funeral or now and then. And, um, towards the end, we knew the church was winding down and I'm sitting there going, I hated the job. Um, all I wanted to do is work for the church and here I am getting up and trying to sell garbage on, online. Anyhow, um, one day the boss says, you know, hey, my wife told me she's going to leave me. Mm. And um, I'm like, well, I got to get back to my computer, <laughs> but I'm not going back on my computer. And uh, he'd been drinking a lot. Mm. And, you know, he's drinking about three to $5,000 a month on beer, you know, and he cheated the whole nine yards. And um, I was like, all right, well, you know, Brian, the gloves are off. Now, now I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, you know. And so sometimes it's it's investing in that opportunity, mm. investing, putting the time in. Like I'm going to I was going to be Brian's friend, whether he accepted Jesus or not. Yeah. Too often we try to make that friend. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere. I ghost them and off yeah. we go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't recall Jesus doing that. Yeah. And so here this guy is um, trying to get sober now all of a sudden. And so I step in and try and do some things with a couple. And she was really mad at me. Mm. She was the believer in the family and she had took years to get the courage. And all of a sudden mm. I take this courage away with, because I'm standing behind Jesus and um, praise God. They're still together 11 years later. 
um, you know, and he sobered up faster than anybody I've ever seen. I mean, it was a well, true cool. miracle. Well, praise the Lord. And, you know, there's those, those are those opportunities. And so as I tell our students, and you mentioned it tonight a little bit, hey, man, we plant seed and water it. We're yeah. farmers, essentially. Yep. We can only do so much to that soil, right? That's right. And That's so right. it's either going to be hard. It's going to have some thorns in it. Yeah. It might grow up quick and then die. The only thing we can really do to tenderize that 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 soil is spending time investing in loving. Yeah. So yeah. we teach, hey, you've got to pray for opportunities. God, yeah. one of our purposes in life is to evangelize. You don't think God wants to answer that prayer? Mm. So that's why we do so much of like knowing your story, how to share it, and then how to use it. Mm. And we I use like the it. 15 second, uh, you can find it, 15 second testimony. Uh, it's something we use. We didn't create it. And the whole idea was like, hey, there was a time in my life when, mm-hmm. hey, there was a time in my life when my house yeah. was in shambles. And so we use, so you got to know your testimony and use opportunities to go point a conversation to Jesus. Yeah. And then it allows you, so knowing all parts of your story. Yeah. Um, and, and I did with Billy this week, you know, I was like, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I got let go from a church and I was, I was doing mm-hmm. post-construction cleanup and I was doing pressure yeah. washing. And all of a sudden we're talking pressure washing yeah. and, and the conversation is moving. Like, yeah. yeah, man, I look, I was doing whatever I needed to do to take care of my family. Yeah. And I was embarrassed and I didn't, you know, and so those things were striking. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, those are the goals, but mm-hmm. praying for the opportunities and then striking when the iron's hot. Yes. And it sure. takes that, um, the prayer and, and the, not just the dedication, but the preparation. Yeah. And again, you can't take up someone to a place you haven't already been. So no, that's you, right. you got to know your, you got to know your word, you know, as best you can. But again, you just have to be that one step ahead of the person you're yeah. leading, yeah. you know? And so I think that's the big encouragement. Yeah. And, and, and to piggyback on that, uh, the whole idea I always challenge our students was, was to look for a way to meet a need in their life because yeah. if you do that, yeah. then God's going to set that conversation up for you to plant that seed in there. Because Absolutely. the thing is, you know, the thing I always kept hearing students saying over the, you know, over the years was, yeah, but you know, it's easy for you to talk to somebody. You don't understand. I don't have, I don't have that. I don't have, you know, and it, and it goes back to, okay, well then what, what are you good at? What is it right. that they deal with that, that they're not, they're, they need help with and you can come in and meet that need because, right. Because nine times out of ten, they're going to say, why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, it's and the it gives light, you right? the opportunity to say, well, I love Jesus. Right. You know, he's helped me and I want to help you. Right. You know, kind of thing. We're blessed so, to be a blessing. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and that's also the light, right? It's that light that's shining in their darkness yeah. that is like, wait a minute. Are you up to something? Yeah. You know, yeah. what's and, going and, on? Because the world doesn't. And I know. And I know in this day and age, people are always thinking there's a hidden agenda. Right. You know, and and I remember I was talking to a guy a while back, and he goes, there is a hidden agenda. I want you saved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, yeah. I guess that's, you know, here you go, you know. But but it's one of those things, I think, because of of this day and age, people are. They're very leery, and, and I think that's where, you know, coming in, it's like we talked about, you know, you know during, during debrief and the whole deal of, you know, we don't pray that God brings disasters. We pray, God, sure. would you use us in the disaster? Because people are very, I mean, the evidence of life being so fragile is just, I mean, it's there. Right. After something like this has happened. Because, I mean, no, you know, however old you are, you've been collecting stuff for that. That I mean, that was in a matter of seconds. to look at them. Watch their, yeah. The, uh, Mark and uh, Paula going through their stuff. I yeah. just kept telling them, I'm so sorry. Yeah. 
Like I can't imagine going through, you know, yeah. is this, there's memories behind it. Yeah. And she's trying to figure out, will I have room for it? And can I store like, yeah, it's heart wrenching. Yeah. But is. This is the story of the Bible. Yeah. God created and he didn't stop creating. No. He, it once, you know, Genesis three happens. He continues to create and yeah. recreate and he's chasing yeah. his people. Yeah. And he's restoring and yeah. he never wastes a hurt. No. We have forgiveness from our sins. We don't always have forgiveness from the consequences. And we're we're in situations because of sometimes our yes. sin and our that consequence. And sometimes it's consequences of someone else. And sometimes it's because we live in a fallen and yeah. broken world and we have horrible storms that go and hit. That's exactly right. Got good people and but bad a, people alike. But what a great way to have God takes that that hurt right. in that situation, yep. in that disaster, and yep. turns it for good. That's yeah. the thing. You know, I can remember a friend of mine who who uh who who uh, responded to a tornado in Mexico? Mm-hmm. You know, Mexico don't get tornadoes. Not very often. But they got one. This has been quite a few years ago. And they were working in this one neighborhood, and they were talking to this lady. And uh, and she basically said to this guy, she says, I don't want to hear about your God. Right. You know, you, know, you tell me your God's loving. Why would, it, why would a right. loving God let this happen? Right. And the guy that she told this to, he goes, well, here, let me get someone who can answer that. He went and got this guy I knew. Yeah, yeah. And he walked in there, and she and she basically just you know just blasted him. And he said, "You you want to know how much God loves you? God loves you so much that He would take a tornado to come through your area right. to set this conversation up for right. me to share the grace of Jesus with you." Right. You know, and it was in that conversation she just I mean it hit her hit her like yeah. a thing of bricks, and and uh, and so next thing you knew. But they were bringing other people in to help, and she was housing all of them. And I every time, yeah. every time she was housing them, she was inviting her friends to come and hear the gospel. Yeah. It was just, you know, again, you just, you know, God can take something so tragic and and turn it around. Right. Thing. So yeah, we wonder why God allows it to happen. Does He cause it to happen? But He's going to use it. Exactly. And He won't waste that. That's hurt. right. That's so. right. That's right. Well, as I said before, time always becomes the enemy. Yep. And it has done it once again. Is this where we're going to have an intermission? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody get up and go take a, take a potty break and we'll be. A... <laughs> well, this won't be the last time. We'll have to go and do it again. Exactly. Serve again. You better believe it, Doug. It's yep. been a pleasure and a blessing having you, not just here this week, having you on the podcast. Thank you, man. I appreciate I appreciate that. being able to be on with the, the disaster pastor. <laughs> And, hey, uh, hey, what you know, I, I used that, and, and, and what's-his-face like that, so that's, <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but anyway, that's, that's right. Great. Well, listen, we are very glad for you, uh, for all of you who tuned in to listen to this episode. We appreciate it very much, and and uh, if you'd like to find out ways to where you can volunteer with us, you can go to our website, helpinghishands.com, and uh, sign up, fill out, send it, however you want to look at it, to get more information on how you can be connected to one of our work weeks or trainings or just in general, you want to come and help and love on people in Jesus' name. Hey, check us out if you would on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Telegram. We're on YouTube, and we are on TikTok. Are you, not, you guys on MySpace? And we are not yet. We, no, we that's need yeah, to that's it out. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so follow us. Signals. Follow, that's yeah. it. Follow us, like us, do whatever, whatever it is to to get connected to uh, to us on social media and be able to, to stay tuned to what we've got going on. Hey, listen, again, wherever you're at, I hope things are going well. And I hope that you know Jesus. Boy, if you don't, you need to get plugged in with the local church and uh, and find out what it means 
to live for Jesus. Because trust me, the greatest decision you'll ever make is for him. Hey, again, thank you for tuning in. We're glad you did. Pray for us if you would. Keep us in those prayers. And as always, go be Jesus to someone today. We'll see you.